Good morning and welcome to the First Thing Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan File. I'm here most weekdays going over the day's headlines. If you want to check out past episodes along with other podcasts done by my colleagues, visit mailtribune.com slash podcasts or subscribe on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. It's Tuesday, July 31st, 2018. First up, two of the biggest fires in history to strike southern Oregon, the Biscuit and Chetco Bar, are both hindering and helping efforts to snuff out the Klondike Fire in the Kalmyopsis Wilderness. They are using some of the old lines from the Chetco as well as the Biscuit Fire, said Katie O'Hara, public information officer for the Klondike and Natchez fires. The Klondike Fire is burning within the boundaries of the 500,000-acre 2002 Biscuit Fire and on the edge of the Chetco Bar Fire a 192,000-acre conflagration that rocked the region last year. The area was also the site of the 150,000-acre Silver Fire in 1987, which, like the others, was ignited by lightning. In the years since the Biscuit Fire, light vegetation that is extremely flammable has sprouted, providing abundant fuel for the Klondike, which doubled in size last week to its current 15,915 acres. The fuels are at a critical point in their ability to burn, O'Hara said. Because of the rugged terrain, firefighters anticipate it will require a significant rain to extinguish the blaze, she said. The Klondike fire is burning about 10 miles northwest of Selma and was only 5% contained as of Monday. I would say this is going to be a long-duration event, she said. Fire officials don't have any idea how much bigger the Klondike will get, with firefighters battling a half-dozen major blazes in southern Oregon. The Klondike is burning about 15 miles southwest of the 25,000-acre Taylor Creek Fire and about 30 miles north of the 5,300-acre Natchez Fire. All of the area fires were started by a July 15th lightning storm. And next up, with the ongoing waves of smoke and never-ending heat, we all need a breath of fresh air. It won't be a huge change, but with cooler temperatures and a slight ease in air quality expected later this week, that small breath might be coming, according to National Weather Service meteorologist Charles Smith. Right now, the air is just poor and really unhealthy outside, Smith said, but we're seeing a slight improvement later on in the week, so cross your fingers. Early in the week, however, the air quality is holding at largely unhealthful levels. According to the Oregon Department of Environmental Quality Air Quality Index, Air quality monitoring stations Monday afternoon in Shady Cove, Cave Junction, and Klamath Falls were listed as very unhealthy. At one point Monday, the air quality in Shady Cove was at 290 on the air quality index. Very unhealthy, and just 10 points below the hazardous level of 300. Cave Junction registered a 274 AQI late Monday afternoon. Consistently Monday, stations in Medford, Ashland, and Grants Pass were all listed as unhealthy. Late Monday afternoon, they were registering 150 to 170 AQI. The AQI rates air quality from 0 to 500, with anything above 100 considered to pose some level of risk. This is basically how it's been the past week. We start off very smoky in the morning and early through later afternoon, and some areas get an extra push of smoke in the later afternoon again, Smith said. Evening sometimes finds slightly improved air quality, often between 9 p.m. and midnight, he said. Smith said variety or regional fires are bringing in the waves of smoke. Primarily, the Taylor Creek, Garner Complex, Sugar Pine, and Snowshoe fires are creating the smoke settling over the area. But upper-level winds are also bringing smoke north from the California fires, he said. With so many fires around us and the different altitudes and heights of winds, we are surely seeing smoke from fires here and down south in California, he said. 
But things soon might change for the better. First to change, Smith said, is the run of triple-digit temperatures. Temperatures are trending cooler later in the week, nearing what is normal for this time of year, he said. That should be a nice change. Thursday and Friday in Jackson County show temperature peaks in the high 80s, according to the National Weather Service. Tuesday and Wednesday are expected to reach low to mid-90s. The cooler temperatures could provide that breath of fresher air. The air quality might, and I'm stressing might here, not be unhealthy all the time toward the end of the week, Smith said. We're potentially seeing slightly improved air quality, which will be a good break for everyone. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of both of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or YouTube. Have a good one.